0: oh you're a liar maybe i'm a liar
1: what is up what is happening welcome back to episode 100 of skates at the stakes now i might sound a little bit quiet i might not I'm currently recording in a hotel room in Pittsburgh, so I cannot scream here, but I'm very pleased and happy to say this is episode 100 of Skates at the Stakes, the big 100 triple digits, we made it boys, how we doing?
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to Skates of the Stakes here. Uh your ho- or one of your hosts here, Ryan. Um AJ and Jake are celebrating their hundredth episode. I've checked back today and I'm on my I think seventy first. So uh that's how many episodes were on in the New Testament here. Uh yeah, excited to be back on Talks Islanders. It's taking a lot of you know, nothing's really going on in the Islander world right now, but I'm really uh, proud of how far the pod's come at this point and I love recording with the boys here. So without further ado, I'll kick it over to Jake. Jake, how you doing, pal?
0: Yeah, I mean, 100, 100 episodes seems really surreal. It's, uh, it's a good moment, and I can't wait for 100 and a lot more. Uh, talk about the honors with the boys.
1: We're in episode 100. We're still going to have Google Alert noises and my laptop overheating. Some things would have never change.
2: It's all fun it's all vibes but yeah tonight um you know nothing really going on in islanders world we don't really have to discuss uh the josh bailey hat pick um that was the only thing that really came out noteworthy that uh josh bailey kevin shattenkirk and a couple other islanders were out on a party in the hamptons for memorial day weekend but besides that Hey, uh, nothing really going on right now in Isles World until we hear from Lou and Lane. It's been four weeks at this point, so a little bit of content would help. But um, yeah, so tonight we're going to go through the UFA class, grab, uh, you know, I I just want to make sure we're in agreement. Let me just go grab. Six wingers off the board, six defensemen, see what we think about them. You know, those are probably our two key position of needs. If you guys want me to get into the goalies, we can get into the goalies. But just grab a couple targets off the board, and we're also going to do some cup picks for the Stanley Cup Final coming up, uh, not the FA Cup Final this Saturday, as well as uh, take some questions from listeners as we celebrate 100 here. Uh, That sound good with you guys? Yep. Good. So starting the pod off, uh, we'll start with the wingers. So we're finally looking for a first line winger uh, from Matt Barzell and Beau Horvat or, you know, some order here. Um, so I'm all on the daily face off list of the top 50 free agents. I'll just throw names out Jake and AJ can say what they think I'll throw <clears> in <them>, one, <throat> I think at the end. But first off, AJ, what do you think about Michael Bunting coming to Long Island? It is not a good free agent class, but he is at the top of the list.
1: He should not be at the top of that list. I get it because of his age, because he'll still be a rookie this year after his third year in the N H L. No, I'd rather not. What's the projected contract? Five by five, five by six.
2: Uh, Frankie Spaghetti, Frankie Valley himself put up a. Uh, he put out contract projections. I'm just pulling those up. I I only have his most recent list, which doesn't have them, But I believe it was in the ballpark of five by five or six by six.
1: Yeah. No. I mean. Uh, we can get into this later would you, would you rather have him or max Domi? it's definitely an interesting debate i like i like some aspects of bunting's game uh so don't like how much he bitches and moans so i would rather not have him on the islanders and he wouldn't be playing with matthews or marner anymore so not gonna do as well nope sir sure wouldn't uh
2: jake what do you think of michael bunting at this point
0: yeah, it's going to be a no for me as well, uh, that money and just the fact that <clears throat> he's on the top of this class right now. It's not a great class. Um, it's definitely not someone I want to overpay. Um, so I wonder who gets him. I don't think he will go back to Toronto, but hope it's not the Islanders because not someone I want to pay. Five years, five $6 million to him. So So when wouldn't, wouldn't want to pay Michael Bunting.
2: No, I'm not looking to pay Michael Bunting. There are aspects of this game that do scream Islander, just like he's gritty, tough, but he's a little loud, and I don't really think he's a loo guy, so we'll see. It's kind of a Garbo list here, but uh, speaking about a guy who came is coming from a Garbo team, uh, Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane is second on the daily face-off list. Uh, AJ, I'll kick it over to you. How do you feel about the uh, Night Cane experiment and Patty Kane going forward?
1: Uh, once again, I'll have a hard pass on Patrick Kane being an Islander. It wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't, you know, I don't think it would happen. I don't think he's going to be an islander. I think he'll be staying put in New York, but we'll see about that. Maybe he goes back to Chicago and plays with Connor Bedard. I'd rather not have Patrick Kane, personally. He's old. He's not great anymore. I mean, there's another guy on that team that's afraid that I'd much rather have right now. And we'll get into him in a
2: little bit, but Jake, how are you feeling about, um, you know, Patty Kane?
0: Yeah, absolutely not. Um... He performed in the playoffs, but defensively was rough. He's old, just not someone I want in an Islanders uniform.
2: Yep, no, agreed here. Um, ethical reasons, also just not liking the guy. So uh, just found the the APA, AFP analytics projection for the contracts. They have a 90% hit rate. They had Michael Bunting at 5 by 5.25, and they have. Uh, the cane dog himself i don't even think he deserves dog status but uh three years 5.75 hard pass on both of those uh missed a guy at the top of the list uh tyler bertuzzi this is a very interesting one the they're saying six years by 5.25 million aj what do you think of tyler bertuzzi
1: i like the player a lot i know he had a down year he's been injured the past year and a half i'd say he could be what we could need for that first line, putting him alongside Barzal and Horvat or Horvat barzal He's a good player, has that dog in him, uh, as we would like to say on the podcast. I'd be down to get him. His contract, I don't know what it's going to be at. I could see a team definitely overpaying him and giving him 5.5. If you can get him at 4, which won't happen, or even 5, I'll take that. He's probably getting 6, 6.5, not even 5.5, like I guessed we'll see i think someone will overpay him he's a good player gritty good power uh not really powerful but you know big body not afraid of to use his body unlike some guys on the new york islanders i think he's another player such as a brendan gallagher or a matthew kachuk in a sense not same skill level as kachuk but he'll get everyone on his line in the game right away by being a little pest out there
2: Totally agree. I think he's sick. Like I, I love that type of player, and I love that comp you just made, Brandon Gallagher. I, I've always wanted a guy like that on Long Island, even if, even if Galley isn't that at this point in his career. Definitely would rock. Like to have a guy like that on Um I and I would take him at that cap hit. I think six years, five point two five million. Probably a year too long, but you know that's a guy that's going to be in your top six. Hopefully phasing out Anders Lever's role on the first line. I take that any day of the week. Jake, what do you feel about Bertuzzi? Uh, nephew of Todd Bertuzzi.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like the player. I don't think the cap hit is a little too much. Uh, depends how, I mean, how Wu feels about the whole anti-vaccination status. It's, it's a few years past, you know, talking point now, but whether he still values it or not, um, we'll see. I like the player. I, I really like the fit. I do think it's something that will be explored, and that's something I would take at that cap hit, and I, I would take him in an island uniform. I think it would help the team a lot, but it, it depends how Wu kind of views him. Um, If he still cares about that stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't know. We're so far past it that I think they might be willing to move on. But, you know, if Lou still holds it against him, I get it. Um, Alex Kalorn, you know, next up. um, Expected to get four years by five million on the open market. You know, killed us in the playoffs for years. I think he rocks. I think he's a great player. Um, You're going to get the downside of his career for a seventh rounder. So probably not the best fit here. Just quick hitter AJ. Jake, what do you guys think of Kalorn?
1: Andrew Ladd 2.0 just screams it rather not he was great for Tampa he killed us I don't want him killing us further by having another bad contract I don't really like the fit for the Islanders there
2: yep Jake what do you think of uh, the Harvard man Alex Killorn
0: yeah I like the player just not as an Islander he's uh 33 I believe he's turning 34 um in a few months or at the start of the year he'll be 34 just not someone I want to pay Again, I like the player just not as an Islander and again we'll be interested to see where he goes because he's been at Tampa for a long long time so we'll see what happens there but again don't want him as an Islander
2: yeah, and it's it's funny. Some of these guys would slot really well into our middle six, but there's just so little depth of an elite winger on our first line that you're really going to want to make a big swing here. Um, next up, a guy who I know AJ wants to talk about, the biggest of swings, Vladimir Tarasenko, a guy that we've won on Long Island for a very long time, um, got poached from us the week after the Horvat trade. But, AJ, how do you feel about Tarasenko at this point?
1: Vladdy Daddy needs to be a New York Islander. I don't want to overpay him. I don't want to give him too much term. If you can get a two or three year deal by six million, which I think is a lot of money, I think that's fine because, you know, we have trouble bringing guys in. We got to get the cap through getting rid of Bailey and maybe even trading Pajot, but getting a better wing winger core, winger group would be very beneficial because we have a very good center core. We can get into this in a later episode, but I think Tarasenko would be the guy to get from this year's uh, free agency, hopefully under six and under three years.
2: Yep, they have him here at three years by five million. So sign me up. That's perfect because you could just probably make that last year go away if you need to. Uh, Jake, any thoughts, opinions?
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree with AJ. This is my number one winger on my list. I would love Tarasenko. Want him at the deadline. Obviously, the Rangers made that deal. Um, it was pretty good for them. Um, 50 points in 69 games last year, not too shabby. Three years, 5 million is a perfect deal as well. And I think it would really work um, as an Islander. So hope it happens. I'm, like I said, number one guy on my list.
2: Yep, uh, I like Tarasenko a lot. He was one of my favorite players with the Blues. Took a little bit of that from when he joined the Rangers. But, uh, you know, if, if he's willing to repent, his stuff's already here. We'll bring him over. I'm, I'm completely fine with Tarasenko. Uh, next up is my favorite free agency target, Max Pacioretty of the Carolina Hurricanes. Coming back off ACL surgery, really bad year this year. Um, expected to get a one-year deal worth $1. $1.5 and hey i think that gives you the option to keep Pierre involved which i think is gonna be the final question of this exercise and these guys uh you know you'd rather have them pierre but like right now max i think he rocks one of my favorite players captain lou loves that former captain montreal i love that's ready i'm willing to take the risk and if it's a one year 1.5 you know show him the schools his kids will love it perfect fit Um, And then if if there's a risk, a downside, you know, you just put him on LTIR. No big deal. Um, AJ, what do you feel about Patch already or Max Patty already in the summer?
1: Uh, With that contract? Yes, sign me up. You could easily make room for him anywhere on the top three lines. You have to do that if you can do that. If he wants to be here and you won't give him more than $2 million or he won't, you know, he won't cost more. It'd be stupid not to give it a try. Even if he's injury prone, this sad, he's still a good hockey player. He'll take that risk. He could play in the first line or the second line, easily help out the power play, if he's healthy, of course. I think you do that. You could, like I said, you can make the cap room for that, and you get a really good winger for a very cheap price. This will probably have to take care of the fourth line, and, you know, all of the love and respect we have for the guys like Clutterbuck and Matt Martin. You can't have Pacioretty in a lineup without playing Simon Holmstrom. Well, you can, but it's going to be very tough to fit Pacioretty, Walshroom, Holmstrom, Lee, Clutterbuck, Martin, etc. Fashing in one lineup. It might be time to get rid of that fourth line.
2: Agreed. I think we've all kind of harped on that for a little bit. Uh, Jake, before the next name, how you feel about Max Petriretty? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, at that contract, I think you have to consider it. Obviously, uh, played, I uh, was injured at the start of the year, played, had three goals in five games, and got hurt again. Uh, but I think he's a neat little player, obviously, getting up there in age. But um, probably near the top of my list up there with Tarasenko and Bertuzzi. And, I mean, if that's the contract he's going to get, I mean, I don't think you can argue with that and would create room for birthday boy Pierre Engel. Happy birthday, Pierre Engel. It's his birthday today
2: yeah we should have led with that happy birthday appearing ball so we'll uh, share our 100th anniversary with you forever um so next up is we're gonna go into two more names here and then i wanted to throw a name out that i was thinking about uh ivan Barbashev. so ivan Barbashev, four years 4.2 million vegas Golden knights barbie girl living in the barbie world really good season with the blues and the knights and having a killer playoff run Ile, what do you think
1: it's an interesting idea i don't hate the idea I just don't think the fit's there for that, you know, for the term and the deal. I think if you're gonna really go after a guy, you gotta go for one of the bigger names. I think Barbership's a very good player and it could work out very well putting him alongside Barzal and Horvet. He might be that third piece that could really fit in well. Would I rather see the sexier name in Terrasanko? Yeah, but I don't hate the Barbership shout. I just don't see it happening. But I
0: wouldn't hate it if it happened.
2: Yeah, agreed. Jake,
0: uh, Barber's up here? Yeah, having a hell of a playoff run. Uh, I believe 15 points in 17 games. Um, I'd have to agree. that. I mean, I would just show out a little bit more money to the much better player in Sanko, but not a fit I entirely hate. Um, he's definitely younger. Four years, four million isn't that bad of a deal, and it could work, but not something I think they would explore, I think, I think Tarasenko is the more likely option, but wouldn't mind
2: it. Yeah, no, I'm always asking that when I'm talking to you. What do you know? Um, but I, I agree with the take there. Um, you know, if, if everything else fails, I, I'm down for some barbershop. Uh Next up, Max Domi. Uh, AJ, I know you have strong feelings on the matter, so just throw Max Domi out there. What do you think of Domi at this point?
1: It's an interesting idea. Uh, he also kind of brings that fire the Islanders could use. I just really don't like the fit and this guy has been bouncing around team after team. He's gonna want a long term contract and he's gonna wanna get paid for having a very good year. I don't like it. I really don't like it. I don't see him coming in and fixing the power play. I don't see him I don't see him being better than he was this year. I don't see him, you know, carrying not even carrying, I don't see him picking up the same work levels that he did in Chicago. I'm not the biggest fan of the player. I could see it possibly working still, but for, for I would not feel comfortable giving this guy 5 million for more than 2 or 3 years it's just way too much money for a guy who hasn't really been consistently good this was his first good year since 1819 I know he played on the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets with Tortorella and those teams are always weird because of Tortorella's antics but I don't know it's just someone I'm kind of buyer beware of
2: yeah, I get it. My uh, my big selling point before I'll kick it to Jake here is uh, 19 power play points this year. Um, that is a lot. And our power play was anemic. And I think he has the skill to really help out on the power play, um, even if he has some personal concerns that, you know, would hold you back from really wanting a player like that or also just him flowing around the league. Uh, players seem to like him, even though he goes around the, the league. And, you know, I, I think he would like Long Island. Uh, Jake, what do you think of Domi at this point?
0: Yeah, production was there this year. Fifty points. He's performing in the playoffs. Um, I don't think he's on either their power play, but when it's with Chicago, um, obviously, nineteen power play points. That's something we would take. Uh, I've some problems with him, like you brought up, um, and you know he's kind of been bouncing around. But I like the player, um, but like I said, don't think it's something Lou would entirely explore. Uh, but it, it's certainly an option. We could have got him at the deadline. Obviously, didn't get him at the deadline. So. I don't know who thinks of you know the player, but I see what happens is available so but not something I think we will entirely explore.
2: Yeah, the projection there's a five by five, so it's it's you're making a hard commitment to Domi. Um and that's basically the patio contract, uh, for a guy in the same age range. Uh one name I want to throw out with the forwards that kinda of moves me, Connor Brown coming off an injury around League Men. He used to be awesome with Ottawa, captain there. Um I think I'd take him. I don't know if you guys have strong feelings on Connor Brown, but I think he would be a good Islander. Um, former captain, Lou likes those, but yeah. So, I, I think he was a former captain. Though. He totally was sure.
1: definitely not a former captain.
2: I thought the Sens made him captain. Not a again.
1: chance to be a captain. <laughs> <laughs> he had like captain. one good year. There's no way that he. It was who was before Brady Kachuk, was not Connor Brown. I could tell you that for free. Where did Beau Horvat?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me just check that up quick. But he yeah, wasn't. He was an alternate captain for three years, but not not a captain, but an alternate for three. That's years. still
1: more surprising. Yeah, he was I mean...
2: one of their best players. <laughs> no, he was good, good,
1: but I didn't. You know, he broke out the last like his last two years there, though. To be fair to him.
2: Yeah, I liked him. Washington got him for a second. I think if it's a one-year deal, you can take a swing on Connor Brown. Fun little player. Uh, remind me a bit of Zach Hyman. He's another player I like a lot. Uh, okay, so next up, we'll hit some defensemen quick. This is going to be quick hitters. But, oh, actually, before we get into that, uh, of those forwards we just talked about, how many of them would you rather have than Pierre Ball and how many would make you want Pierre Ball to walk? So, AJ, I'll kick it over to you if you have, like, a couple that you'd have higher than Pierre.
1: You need to get two guys for a price point of 6.5 to 7 max. To make me want Pierre Engvall not here, because Engvall is awesome, great player, good analytics, drives play, great skater, great forechecker. If you get me Tarasenko and Pacharetti, sure, then you can't complain. You get me Pacharetti and Bertuzzi or someone, you you know what I mean. Give me two very competent wingers, and I'll be fine losing Engvall. But I, I don't think Engvall's leaving, especially after his birthday post today.
0: Yeah, I think that's signing contracts in the drawer. Jake, how, how many of those guys would you rather have than angle? I would say Terra I had to agree. Like Terra especially if those are the numbers. That's like the only scenario. Um, I love Pierre Angball. I love the perfection line. Um you know, maybe he's extended. I mean we obviously we don't know. But if that's the scenario, I mean literally just only Tarasenko and Patzeretti, and money wise, and I guess performance wise too, because I love Pierre Ball, and I think he, you um, know, if he's here for the next four or five years, I think it'd be great for us.
2: Yep, love me Pierre Ball. I really only think the guys on that list I'd take were maybe Bertuzzi, Tarasenko. Uh, I think you can fit him and Patzeretti in. Um, maybe, maybe Domi. I'd think about, but. That that's pretty much it. I'd rather have uh, Engvald and Barbashev. I don't know if that's that hot of a take, but uh, move into the defensemen. Uh, I'm only looking at righties because we have a righty outgoing. There is a like you know small chance that they're not bringing SETI back as the third left hand defenseman, but he was great this year. I think he's meant his spot there. But just looking at the lefties, top of the market, best free agent on the table is Damon Severson, six years, six point one million. Uh, How sebo make you feel, AJ?
1: i think he's pretty overrated i know he had a outstanding analytical season one of the best i think maybe even the best of all time apparently i don't know i feel like some team's gonna overpay and they're gonna give him six years by six million dollars and that just stinks as shit in my opinion he's a good player i don't really want to overpay him when we really don't need him We have Noah Dobson coming up, and I think Sebastian Aho really could be that guy on even power play one to step up and move the puck like Dobson hasn't been able to do. And I still have more hope in Dobson than to give a guy $6 million to hurt Dobson potentially. Not really hurt, but not allow Dobson to have the chance to flourish.
0: Yep. Jake, what do you think of Seval at this point? yeah he really doesn't you know move me as he moves others uh especially i mean he's at the top of his class right now he's probably going to get around six million um obviously we was kind of familiar with him former devil blah 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 good player but you know i think we have our guys in dobson and aho uh, and hopefully the power play just gets fixed i think those two guys can handle the power play pretty well but you know i just think the money is gonna be too big for us to even consider severson um I get what people are saying he just he doesn't move me as much as you know he moves others
2: the only way i think about it is if you're going to trade dobson um for like you know a high high return and it would be a player it would be like a you know a william nylander or maybe a martin natius as teams start to file out of the playoffs now like that kind of guy i think about moving dobson for but i really don't want to move dobson i think you can pass on sebo here um, and we'll have a ton of time in the future episodes to talk about, like, you know, potential trades. We'll all come up with some trades or something. Um, Surprisingly, so Scott Mayfield, the second name on this list. Um, they have him at 3 million by, by uh, 3.75. We all have to talk about Scott. We all know Scottie, and it'll be the same kind of final question deal. Uh, just two names on right hand, or three names on right hand, Defense Quick, um, Radko Gudas. I think he rocks. I think he's rock star. I don't think Florida's losing him after this run. AJ, what do you think of the
1: radko himself uh, i'm a big fan of radko Gudas. i love the way he plays once again he's probably not leaving after having an incredible playoff run with the panthers he's a player the islanders need he has that fuck you personality and mentality when he plays every time great player uh he was underage for a while too i know like i said we both talked about him a lot how much we rated radko Gudas. it'd be cool but i don't see it happening obviously
2: Yep, I'm on the same boat there. Jake,
0: uh, Red right, go dad go Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if he's if he brings that screaming in the goalie's face to the island, I would absolutely love that. Um, loves bringing the body, uh, but he is not shaving that beard to come to the island. He's just not. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just don't see it happening. But I, I love the player, and I love watching him, but I just don't see it happening.
2: Yeah, I'd think about it, but, you know, need a right-hand defenseman who can score points. Scotty had more points than him. Uh, surprisingly, the next guy on the list, too, which we'll get into in a minute. But, uh, yeah, need points out that right-hand defenseman spot if you're moving off Scotty. So that's uh, that's kind of my take on the matter. Next guy up, Matt Dumba. Matt Dumba, who has hurt his free agency stock over the years, he used to be an absolute rock star with the Wild. He had a 50-point season at one point, but his uh, production fell off in years past you know i like matt dumba i think he's a good player they have him here at three years by 4.4 4 million i'd consider it over scotty but i don't think it's that big of an upgrade and he's coming off a 14 point season so that's uh no bueno uh aj thoughts on dumba
1: i mean i think it's a pretty big upgrade from mayfield he could skate better and he won't fuck up as much in his own end i love scott mayfield i as we all know but mayfield was brutal at this at most points of the year he would have his structures where he'd be you know prime scott mayfield and he was good in the playoffs to be fair to him i'm not giving this guy more than three million to come back it would just be stupid so i wouldn't mind dumba over mayfield personally
2: yeah I'm, i take matt dumba i just i think there's a little bit of butter beware there with the his production falling down like it's gone down consistently since he was a
0: Rockstar a couple years back, but uh, hey, if you wind up on Long Island, I will love him no matter what. Jake, thoughts on Dumba? Quick. Yeah, he's actually younger than I thought. I thought he's 28. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Obviously, a better skater. I think he'd be an upgrade over Scott Mayfield. But um, I think they're going to look for maybe like a a better puck mover. Um, I'm not saying Dumba's not, but the point production just wasn't there this year, and it wasn't really there in the playoffs either. So I think they'll go elsewhere. But definitely would be an upgrade over Scott Mayfield.
2: Yeah, that's the gross part about this free agency is there aren't that many, um, you know, guys who can move the puck. Uh, the last name to just throw out quick before we go into, you know, I think Sky's better than most of these guys. But, uh, you know, Luke Shen, Connor Clifton, uh, throwing out another name, Justin Hall. Oh, uh, the one I want to talk about, John Klingberg. Uh, yes, 100 times yes. Third, you know, give him, he's by, they have him here at three years by four million Yes, yes, yes. Put him out there. He's going to bring some points. He's a good power play option. Um, he's not going to Barry Dobson. You can put him on your, your third pair. He's only 30 years old, so by that time contract's up, 33 years old. Uh, I like Klingberg. Any thoughts on the names I've said there, uh, AJ?
1: Klingberg's fine. Uh, he could be good. I think we should probably look at getting a defensive defenseman. I don't know if you said – did you say Connor Clifton? Yes, I did. Uh Connor Clifton is the name I want. Sorry, I didn't hear it. Uh big Connor Clifton fan. He's like Scott Mayfield, but he's a lot more of a shutdown guy. West mistakes and hits harder. He's a real pain in the ass to play against and I think he'd be great for the New York Islanders.
2: Yeah, I could see it. Connor Clifton, 1 million dollar deal. I think I'd take him. He had a good year in Boston I think he'd get more than 1 million.
1: I think he gets more than yeah. a million. I'd give him two. Probably get, yeah, probably. He probably might get more he might get more than that too. We'll see.
2: Yeah, these these project, projections are normally pretty good, but uh Wait, two years said, by one point seven five.
0: I would I would take that in a heartbeat.
2: Jake, thoughts on Clifton?
0: Yeah, I've seen his name kinda of thrown out a lot. Uh, I know Rosman talked about it about him in a few articles. I also like the player. I mean I, I thought he would get way more than that. Maybe I'm just kinda thinking a lot of Connor Clifton, but I mean that's a great contract. I would take him. I really like the way he plays. He's young. Uh Klingberger won't hate either. Obviously he moves the puck very well. Not really a great defender. Uh so I would prefer Clifton over Klingberg, but two good options that you can maybe replace Scott Mayfield with. That is if Scott Mayfield is not coming back, which I agree Scott Mayfield should not get over three million and if he does, I will vote well, thus I will I will literally scream.
2: Yeah, looking forward to hearing that. Um, so, yeah, Scotty at 3.75. How many of those guys really move you over, Scott?
1: A few. A lot. Most yeah. of them. I mean, Mayfield wasn't great this year. There's really no other way around it. I know towards the end he was a little bit better when we started playing Islander, Barry Trotz hockey. We don't want to be playing this for the next 10 years, do we? I don't see Mayfield becoming a uh, hook we say devon is a speedy defenseman out there i don't want to overpay him i don't want to lose scott mayfield but i think if you're going to try to push to win a stanley cup you got to save some cap get rid of mayfield bring in a cheaper guy like connor clifton use that cap to bring the other cap the leftover cap bring in patch makes too much sense and now i'm going to go back to nhl gm mode
2: yeah um that's uh Yeah, fair and reasonable assessment. I think most of these guys I'd rather have over Scott. He is a bit older than most, but, um, you know, I could totally see the scenario where Lou has, like, a five-year, like, $2.5 million deal under the table. Or Scott, might just really want to get paid this summer. Who knows? Uh, Jake, how many of those names really move you over Scott?
0: I mean, I'm a big Scott Mayfield hater, so (laughs) a lot of them. I mean, I would take Clifton. I would take Dumba. I would take Severson, just not at that money, I guess uh Klingberg I guess that that's that's pretty close though um yeah but a lot of the names for sure I mean I'm just not a big Scott Mayfield guy as we know
2: That's right. I'm a a pretty big Scott Mayfield guy, and A.J. is the biggest of Scott Mayfield guys, and we're kind of like, eh, I don't know here. uh, I I think it kind of tells you that it it might be time to move off Scott, even though he had a career year, and I I like the player. I'm completely fine with him coming back, if the money's right. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll move into cup final predictions, and we have like four questions to get to from listeners. Um, So... Stanley Cup final, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Florida Panthers uh, starts this week. You know, uh, two smaller markets, but I think it's a pretty cool matchup. I think it's very matchup specific, pretty fun. Uh, you got Mark Stone on Chuck. You've got, like, you know, Sam Bennett on, uh, what's his name, uh, Chandler Stevenson, all the big names, you know. <laughs> but uh, some of the defenses are pretty good, and Bob has been an all-star. But, AJ, what's, what's your prediction for the Stanley Cup final here?
1: Every prediction I've made this year has been wrong. I'm going to say Panthers in six, just so I can see Vegas win, I'll be slightly happy about that, even though I've doubted them the entire year.
2: Sounds good. Keep down Vegas. Uh, Jake, what do you think of the Stanley Cup final matchup?
0: I will be logging off Twitter, Vegas wins the Stanley Cup. Um, I do think the Panthers pulled out the, kind of that team of destiny. Uh, we just see them pulled off every time. I'll go them in five.
2: Yeah, uh, I think that's good. I'm going to give a coward seven to Florida Panthers. I think the Panthers will win the Stanley Cup. I think Vegas is more talented. I think Tuchelk and Bobrovsky can't be stopped right now. Two absolute rock stars with peak powers. Um, and, you know, that, that's something I hope to see in my lifetime. Someone just completely go nuclear for the Islanders in the playoffs, be it a goalie or be it a forward. Um, and that will be pretty sick. But uh, let's hop into some listener questions. First off, friend of the pod, Ian uh, underscore ten underscore nineteen, to celebrate one hundred episodes, what's your favorite moment from the pod so far? Uh, Jake, I'll let you kick this one off.
0: Oh boy, there's uh, there's so many. I have to think. Um, Trying to think of like a, a like a funny moment. There was one where it was the Romanov trade. And I just, I, I said something stupid about one of AJ's bobbleheads and he just kept telling me to shut up. And we, we all were laughing in the room because Vin was there, Wilson was there, and Ryan was laughing. It was, just, it was a funny moment <laughs> um, right after the, the Ramon Arm trade. So not, not a popular one, but that, that was a pretty funny one <laughs> for me.
2: Yeah, mine is going to be, um, I think it was Jake. I asked him what was his favorite 319 song, and he started yelling at me "Just shut up, shut up, shut up, um, even though I gave it on a, um, a platter for him to answer and sing a song. So uh, maybe one episode next season, Jake will sing for us. AJ, uh, what's your favorite moment of the pod so far?
1: I really don't know. I probably, something with Connor early on. There has to be like a funny Connor moment. I saw that question there's really nothing like, that, like, stuck out in my head.
2: Yeah, a lot of great memories. I mean, big moments. It's just reacting to, like, the Penguins games last season was great. Uh, we all had time fun with the Horvat trade, you know, trying to talk ourselves into Nas Calgary and, like, the garbage left on the free agent line last summer. Uh, that was really fun. But, yeah, we had a lot of great moments here, and we can't uh, wait to continue on with you guys. Next up, uh, Macho Man Brandy Newman, Uh, what's your realistic trade signing this offseason to round out the Islanders defense? What's a long shot move you'd like to see? Buddy, we had the episode for you because we mostly talked about the defensive moves. Uh, I think realistic signing would be probably, uh, I don't know how many of these were realistic, but I think super realistic you know, talking. I could probably see us slotting in like Dumba or Klingberg over Mayfield, but I don't know how the market's going to plan- pan out. AJ, what's your like realistic move that you would do?
1: All right. Uh, let's open up Cap Friendly, turn on the PlayStation, trade Pajot, sign Thomas Nosek, bring back Wallstrom, sign, let's set, we'll get rid of Bailey, uh, buy out Bailey, trade Bailey, whatever you want to do with Bailey, bring in Tarasenko. Uh, bring back Angwell, uh bring in Connor Clifton for Mayfield, and bring back Varlamov. That is my perfect summer.
2: Sounds good.
0: And Jake, what's your perfect summer? Yeah, I mean, ba- Bailey, getting rid of Bailey in the fourth line is on the top of my perfect summer list. Yeah. Getting tired. That too. Yeah. Get the fourth line out of here. Get Barley back. I like Barley. Don't w- really love the goalie market. Um, get Engvall back. Um, fashion's back, so that was kind of the start of it. Um, Sar- Tarasenko or Pacioretty, um, maybe even Bertuzzi, but that might make it tough money-wise. Um, Connor Clifton um, as a kind of cheap third-pair defenseman. Um, that would be a perfect summer. There's a lot of ways I can consider the summer perfect, and I'm sure none of those possibilities will happen because why would it? <laughs> um, but that, that's, that, that's personally what I think. And I don't think it's like – Realm unrealistic. I think it's pretty much realistic, but we'll have to see what happens. I know Lou loves his fourth line.
2: Yeah, a long shot, crazy move for me is probably like a Dobson trade, um where you're getting like a really good, a little bit older forward back, but they're going to be good. <coughs> um and. Then- yeah, it would have to be like Nylander, you know, you're talking like Marner, you're talking Marty Natchez, you're talking, I, I Dallas doesn't really have anyone to pick off the bones right now, but you're talking like a really high-profile guy who wants out and we make our chuck swing, and, you know, we, we can be patient with Noah, and I think I'm willing to do that. Um, crazy signing, you know, like a Carson Susie to replace Sebastian Basnaho. that might be nice, but I, I don't really, there's no one too deep dive here because all 50 of the free agents aren't that great in the first place um next question from friend of the pod j uh godson at earth uh do you believe nhl teams will be replaced with software and artificial intelligence when the wright brothers amended the airplane in 1903 they faced a wall of public spe- skepticism such heavy things can fly in the sky while pa- paper falls people just don't believe in them Okay, I want to tell you, hell yeah, brother, I, I agree with this. I think NHL teams will be replaced by artificial intelligence, so that we get the optimized hockey game by 2092. So, no more hockey in real life. We'll just all hook up into our Oculus Rifts, and uh, you know, hope the digital Islanders uh, can spend to the cap. So uh, that, that's my take on the matter. I don't think we need to round table that one. Uh, next up, Lugo to help TJ, friend of the pod. <laughs> uh, where does Wallstrom fit on the team next season? This is a really good question. Um, you know, ideally they go out and get a winger and he's on the third line. I think they might want to try him on the first line. Um, I think they might try like all Horvat Wallstrom, see how that works. Uh, but, you know, it's Wallstrom's last dance here before you're going to have to start thinking about trading him. I think realistically, you know, Coward's answer is the second or the, you know, it's either going to be the first or the third because they're not going to want to mess with that second line. So I, my money right now be on the third line, but I really don't see them getting a big name forward. Um, so I'm going to guess he'll get some more likes on the first line. And if he doesn't produce, then I could see him gone by like maybe December uh aj what do you think of wally at this
1: point we're all gonna say first line he's gonna be on the third line it's like you said his sink or swim year he would be a good third line if you bring in the right guys you know if you could put him sezikis whoever you get enough good players and put better players around him as well maybe walsham cracks 20 goals maybe he breaks out who knows but nothing's gonna happen it's gonna be Matt morton Zeke is clutterbuck on that fourth line no matter what we say or ask for so
2: yeah that, that's probably what's gonna happen at least two of those three and then wally will, you know i think he's gonna i think him and horvath might be a nice match i, I think they might be fun together but we're, we're gonna have to see uh, just don't want to see him on the same line as like Andres Lee. uh jake where do you see wally playing next year
0: yeah, I see him as a third-liner. I mean, ultimately, I just don't think they'll put him on the first line. Um, I know he said in his interview he wants to be a lot more physical. He wants to throw the body around while also scoring. And I just kind of see him as that third-line player. Uh, hopefully, gets around 40 to 45 points next year, maybe more, maybe 80. Uh, but I ultimately see him on the third line. But this is it for him, like we said <clears throat> many times. If this isn't it, I mean, this is it pretty much.
2: Yeah, no, no Kiefer Bellows, uh, you know, one extra contract. You just have to either trade him at the deadline next year or uh, you see what happens. I love the player. I love the kid. I think he's going to turn into a good player in this league, and I still have faith in him next year. And I think he's going to be a good match with Horvat. I really want to see him get some licks on the first line with Barzal and Horvat. But uh, that, that's it for questions. We, we got a good amount this week, but, you know, nothing crazy going on. Uh, next pod, probably come out in like uh, – week or so uh pending anything drastic you know you can follow us on socials aj's on twitter at debito hockey jake's on twitter at prime jakey i'm on twitter at rat martin uh you can follow the pod on twitter at skates and stakes you find our other socials there um stay connected definitely over the summer we'll be we'll be swinging a little bit more i feel like in towards the middle end of june when things start to pick up again around islander world but you know um great to great to talk to you guys great to be on tonight aj any final thoughts before closing the pod here
1: I do apologize. The audio is probably going to be a little bit messed up. My throat hurts and my computer is overheating a little bit. So audio won't be great here. But thank you guys for 100 episodes and hopefully 200 and many more. Peace out, everybody. Have a good one.